Hey, whether you're buying or selling a franchise right now, you're going to want to stick around to hear some of what I've got to say. This is the Franchise Pitfalls and Profit Show. Each week, we bring you the challenges and triumphs of being in the franchise development and consulting business. The things you need to make money faster. And now your host, one of the most successful franchise developers in North America, Don Shin. Hey, welcome. Whether you're buying or you're selling a franchise, I'm just so strongly have to recommend you need to educate yourself. You need to be uh, on the buyer side. You need to become a, a really knowledgeable, educated consumer of what you are going to get into in your career. You know, it's probably the second or third largest decision you'll ever make. Make rarely the first, but it definitely is the second or third largest decision you'll ever make. And so why go into something like that without knowing more about how to do it? And for those of you on the selling side of franchising, when is the last time you ever took any franchise sales or franchise development professional training? And I don't mean going to a conference. Yeah, you get some of that. But you're kind of forced to do those, aren't you? You know, what are you going to do? Uh, so I'll, I'll go to this session, you know. But at the at the end of the day, when did you deliberately really go get some training or go get some help? So that's what we want to talk about. So first one, I'm going to talk, first of all, on the selling side. If you're a franchise development uh, person, if you're a broker consultant, maybe you're the founder, you're the creator of a franchise concept and you've got an emerging brand that you're doing uh, the franchise development, the franchise sales yourself. So let's start there. <clears throat> and I'm going to focus first on the emerging brand. You're a franchisor and and, uh, and now you've gone through all the legals, you've got an ops manual, uh, hopefully you've got some type of a marketing uh, franchise development plan. But what do you know about how to sell a franchise. Did you realize, did you realize that uh, franchise sales is really more recruiting? Uh, it's more evaluating. It's more assessing uh, the person that you're talking to. And are they a good fit for your franchise concept? Do they have the transferable skills uh, that they'll need? Yes, in franchising, it's one of the great opportunities to change careers if you're the buyer, to change careers, to get into the kind of business you've always wanted to, but you don't really have the background. You didn't go to college uh, for that. So franchising allows you to do that. And as an emerging brand franchisor, you're going to get people like that. But do they have fundamental skill sets that are going to transfer well? <clears throat> you can you can certainly train them in a lot of different things, but your best franchise candidates are going to have some of the fundamentals. They maybe have never done your business. They've not been in your industry before, but there are skill sets. You need to decide what those things are. And then in your, in your recruiting process, you need to be looking for those types of things because you're going to get a much stronger candidate if they come with no industry experience they come with the right stuff. They come with the right skill sets to be successful in your business. Again, I call those transferable skills. 
do you know what they are, uh, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller, uh, franchise, emerging brand uh, franchisor? Uh, and uh, do you have a process that looks for them? Uh, the next thing I would say without training is, how long are you going to wait? How much time is it going to take you trial and error, you doing it yourself uh, in order to get to not get your first sale? Because some franchisors, emerging brands, you know, they have their first sale or two almost right away because some the, the person that told them, oh, you've got a great idea. You ought to franchise this, John. Uh, Sally, uh, I would love to be your first franchisee. Uh, chances are they're not the right people, quite frankly. That's been my experience every time I see that. Uh, however, uh, very importantly is how long, how many months, how many years until you see enough scenarios, you go through enough leads, you burn through enough sales, potential sales to get consistent in uh, awarding and recruiting and awarding your franchises. Uh, do you have the capital? Are you capitalized enough to wait a year, to wait 18 months, to wait two years before you, you get it and you start to consistently begin to place franchisees to be recruiting and assessing and then awarding franchises? How long are you willing to go how long is it going to take you? Whenever a franchise training program, uh, potentially someone who can advise you or coach you might be able to, not might, will be, if you get the right people, will be able to help you not just get through to that first sale if you haven't already made it, but get you consistently hitting your recruiting targets. Uh, I'm going to shift now, staying on the selling side, but I'm going to shift to broker consultants. And while I'm doing this, by the way, for the selling side, I'm going to show you, I'm going to scroll you some free resources and some training and some tips that you can start to get better at what you're doing. So watch for the scrolling, jot this information down because it's going to be a step toward your getting better at recruiting. So brokers, uh, yes, you've got initial training, although candidly, I think a lot of the initial training in the marketplace hasn't been changed in probably 20 years, significantly trained, uh, changed. So, um, but do you, have you ever set up a business before? Uh, have you ever worked on your own? There's so many uh, corporate refugees, people that have been downsized or people that maybe retired early for whatever reason. And they and they would love to get into the broker consulting business because it, it's so fulfilling and, and you can make such a difference in people's lives. However, they've never worked on their own. They've never worked without structure. They've never had to go somewhere where even if you were the president of a company where you're virtual assistant or your executive assistant knew where you were, um, they've, you've never worked in those kinds of structures. So how long is it going to take you to get set up? Uh, where do you start? You know, does this training that you got really help you start properly? Candidly, and the consultants and the brokers I've talked to over the last year or two, it doesn't. They're really floundering, even when they come right out of you know, their week's worth of training. So 
do, you know, and, and how long most of the consultants and brokers I speak to that didn't get a good start, um, they, they really couldn't afford to go six or nine or 12 months uh, uh, before they had to go back and look for a job. So how long can you go? And, and, and honestly, in this field, the, the broker, the consulting, consulting space, since I own a consulting company, a boutique broker consulting company, uh, I know, quite frankly, how long it should take you <clears throat> to get your initial placement. And candidly, it shouldn't take you six months. Uh, it definitely should never take you as long as a year. And yet I talk to so many people in this field that have actually gone 10 months, 12 months, uh, uh, 15 months without making a placement. So can you really afford to not make those sales versus what it may, what the investment might be for you to get additional support? So again, selling side, emerging brand franchisors, broker, consultants, what are you doing to get the kind of results that you want to get? If you're not getting them now, what are you going to do differently? And beginning at being at the beginning of a new year, uh, it's a great time to reflect from that standpoint. All right, now I'm going to shift gears on you. And I want to talk to those of you who are looking at buying a franchise. So one of the critical things is that... Uh, one of the things that will hold you back from stepping out and, and considering going after your dreams, uh, going after the family life and the lifestyle that you want, going after the generational wealth that you really desire, uh, going after that, that comfort and the security of business ownership that you've realized in during the pandemic for the last two or three years that you didn't have it where you worked. One of the things that is clearly going to hold you back is a lack of knowledge. Uh, so again, I encourage you to, to go look for resources, uh, genuine resources, and I'm going to share one of them here for you before we end the call, but go look to genuine, look for genuine resources that can really help you. Don't, you know, the articles are fine and, and here or there, there are some YouTube videos for 10 or 15 minutes. But go get yourself some serious knowledge and some serious education. Make the effort because, again, this is the second or third largest investment you'll ever make in your life. Why would you do it going in blindly or, 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 or uneducated and without help? And that's my second thing that I wanted to share with you. Go get help. Get, you know, you, you, most people go to a CPA to get their taxes done. Um, you know, you, you certainly, obviously, you go to a physician if you're not feeling well. While there's so much information on the internet and there are, you know, home re remedies and self-care for some certain thing. But generally speaking, if you're not feeling well, you're going to go uh, to a physician. Um, if you have investment money, you know, and you have kind of a portfolio of stocks or mutual funds, uh, again, you, you, you go to a financial planner. Um, if you have children, you know, you go to an attorney for a will. And I can go on and on and on and on and uh, naming uh, professionals that you go to now. So why would you go it alone 
with the largest uh, the largest investment or the second or third largest investment uh, that you'll ever make. So so get some help, get some assistance. Uh, so so lack of knowledge is going to hurt you and hold you back, and probably uh, um, you won't even step out and try. Um, getting support, you know, there are professionals out there, consultants and brokers that that can help you uh, along this way. And and the biggest thing that's going on here, candidly, is fear. This is probably the thing that holds more people back than anything. And, and it hurts me so much. It's the most discouraging part of what I do. And I think being a, a and this is why I've got a company that does this, being a consultant, being a broker in the franchise world is one of the most rewarding careers that you can have because you're, as the CEO of McDonald's said last year at a conference I attended, uh, franchising is the on-ramp uh, to entrepreneurism and gener building generational wealth. And as a consultant, as a broker uh, in franchising, we get to do that every day. And one of the most um, discouraging or disappointing is a better word. One of the most disappointing parts of this profession is the fact that uh, people allow their fears to hold them back from reaching for their dreams and, and, and from uh, achieving their goals. And so, again, if you're on the buying side of, of, of the franchising and start a business uh, thought process, um, the antidote to fear is going to be what I shared with you just a minute ago, knowledge. The antidote to fear and holding you back from doing what you have dreamed about doing is going to is going and getting some help, getting some guidance, again, getting some knowledge. So again, I wanted to share with you about whether you're on the buying side or whether you're on the selling side of franchising or stepping out into the world of business ownership. You want to be sure that you get educated. Thanks for being with me.